In this house, you'll hear from courageous people who have stepped into their power after turning challenges into grit that creates, motivates, and levels up. I'm Parker Phoenix, and this is my house. Welcome to House Momentum. Emily Gabriel, commonly known as E.G., is an NYC-based singer-songwriter. Her music is pop-fused with a bit of rock. She has performed live all around New York City's vibrant music scene at iconic venues like Pete's Candy Store, Arlene's Grocery, Rockwood Music Hall, and the Bowery Electric. Like you're a musician, have you felt extra creative during this time? Has that sparked anything? You know, they, like any other time, I will say, there are ebbs and flow of creativity and how the creativity manifests itself is going to vary on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour basis, um, truly, because you know, I have a, I have a day job and I find ways to be creative in, in that domain as well. Um, maybe it's not sitting down with a guitar or a notebook and writing, but I'm like, how do I creatively solve this problem? And that, that really is kind of the name of the game. So um, I will say roundabout way of saying, yes, I've still been able to maintain some, some creativity um, in both the the musical aspect and in the um in the professional aspect as well uh, with my with my day job um i had an interesting conversation recently i think you'll find fascinating so um an individual asked me what would your fans say about you and then what would your detractors say about you right what would the people that that aren't um that that are like oh i don't i don't care for emily i don't like emily what would they say about you? And I found it so interesting. So then I, I responded by saying um, my fans would say that I am hardworking and disciplined. And my um, my not fans, my, my I don't want to call them enemies, but detractors, they, they would say that maybe I need to lighten up, not take things so seriously. And then after responding, the, the um, individual that had asked me this question was like, Oh, okay, well that that's like a that's like a good answer, and I was like, huh. And the reason it was good is because it's all about perspective, right? So I essentially said the same exact thing, but just based on the perspective of who's receiving it. So those that are my fans are going to say that Emily, she's hardworking, she's disciplined, and then people that aren't my fans are going to be like, you know, maybe don't get my essence. Oh, she needs to lighten up. You see what I'm saying? So I. I thought that that was uh, I thought that was an interesting question, and then um, an even more interesting conclusion to be like, oh, it really is. Life is truly all about perspective. What do my what do my fans say about me? That would be a question I would to genuinely ask. Yeah, yeah, and oh, then what, what would the, are my fans say about me? And if you if you have about the same, then really it kind of just indicates that uh, you have the the wherewithal to be introspective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh so. uh, man, but um, back to your so the fact that you you play music, you're a musician, right. Um, right, right, right? You do both. You are a performer, and you are a musician. So you play instruments, but you also sing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to dig into that. Um, uh, so I am a I'll say musician, performing artist, and songwriter, and I'm happy to like kind of talk through the the intricacies because yeah, there are differences. Exactly. It's kind of like. <laughs> diagram where like there's that you know there's that shaded area where there's some overlap for sure uh, but performing artist is me with an instrument or without or if i just want to call my voice an instrument my body an instrument performing so as 
you're aware, as the world's aware, performing arts right now are a bit on the um, downtick because of the pandemic. So um, I, I have to say, like, uh, I have been able to partake in some virtual uh, performances, which have been fantastic. Um, I mean, you and I both know better than anyone, virtual events are the name of the game right now. Yep. So, yep. Um, so I've been able to do that. And, and you know, it, it is fun. It is a way to continue to practice my craft and, and perform to an audience. Um, but at the same time, it goes without saying, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, but that is one aspect of myself. So I, I actually played a live stream to an audience-less crowd at the Bowery Electric this past November. Oh. So it was, it was cool, and it was kind of like, dare I say, a once-in-a-lifetime, hopefully, experience in that they had, like, 12 cameras up, and it was just myself, um, a drummer, and the, like, audio-visual, like, the mixer, and then the AV guy doing all the camera switches. So that was cool. Um, so that's like one aspect of what I do. And then the songwriter, I put emphasis on that and the musician, I put emphasis on that for right now, because it is something that I have been fortunate enough to be able to continue even mm-hmm. during the time of isolation. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I've, to your point, um, have I been creative? Yes. Writing songs, collaborating virtually with, um, other songwriters and producers. Uh, I, I currently actually, so I, I've been focusing on building a library of songs for um, sync licensing purposes. So just like quick crash course on that, sync licensing opportunities are essentially anytime there is a moving image and you want to put audio alongside that moving image, for example, music to a trailer, music in a television show, music in an ad, that um, you need to obtain a sync license, uh, synchronization license for I didn't know to, that. For permissions to to use that song, so you know I won't bore everyone with like the breakdown of how that <laughs> actually happened, but essentially I've been creating um, a library of songs for those purposes. And um, this past summer, I actually uh, landed a placement with Nevertheless Film Festival. Um, it typically takes place in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but this year they were super innovative yep. and pivoted to the virtual space quickly. And um, they had a trailer for the festival and they used one of my songs. Oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that was, yeah, so that was kind of um, a nice, a nice, thank you. It was a nice proof of concept. And, um, you know, I've been steady building and writing since, and I have, uh, I have some representation for, for a good, good chunk of my, my library. So um, yeah, I just, that's what I mean where there's that delineation, right? So I'm like writing yeah. songs. Um, both for myself and then for other opportunities, because I mean, if you if you were to make a playlist of all the songs that are in ads right now, as an example, you would find some pattern. If you were to watch a television show and you made a playlist of all the songs that were used, you would find some patterns. So there are there is like some sort of strategy to songs that you're writing for sync but at the same time like if you're a songwriter you're gonna do your best to just stay as genuine to yourself whatever that means to you so mm-hmm. it's good to have some sort of maybe guidance and oh, some yeah. measuring stick or comparative you know body of work to say oh like i'm making this up um the undoing like i saw that they or i heard that they use a lot of songs that are like brooding and dark and moody pop and then you're like oh i'm gonna write a song that's brooding and dark and moody and like maybe they'll use this for next season as an example i know it's a limited series yeah i think 
<laughs> that's amazing no that's that's great and what came first for you was it um songwriting that came first or was it you know you singing first like what being a, as a vocals or a performer which came first as an interest or did they both yeah. just happen to I come in at well, the same time yeah that's a that's a great question i think i think really um uh i formally was taught the saxophone in my school system when i was growing up so i learned the alto sax and that was i guess my like entryway into into mm-hmm. music and learning an instrument and then from there i wound up picking up the guitar and teaching myself and i've always been a writer in like in the written form so i you know i'm very much like i have a notebook pen paper like let's do it kind of thing and i've always just i've always just written and um i think that those two obviously playing an instrument and writing can have a happy marriage together in the form of songs. So um, I guess officially learning an instrument came first, but truth be told, I wasn't like writing songs on a saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I asked that because like, I, I don't play an instrument, but I knew I wanted, when I heard music, I knew I wanted to sing to it. So, or if I heard just instrumentals, I could, I would write a song in like 20 minutes. No, I knew I wanted to sing to music the second I ever heard it. I, I don't remember a moment where I didn't want to sing. I, I definitely would make some music with my, with my roommate and it was, but it was all via software. So we didn't play instruments. It was all via software. And here we are being two geeks on, you know, a Tuesday night at 2 a.m., Oh, making like you know just music but it was so much fun um and we made what we would call uh, electro soul so it's kind of has funk to it you want to dance but yet it is um moves your moves your soul it, it has some depth to it i think was what i used to say um but it was a fun time and yeah we did a couple open mics uh in new york but nothing major and it was just i just had genuinely had fun i never thought about like I got to do this to where you're at. You know, you have actual EP and, and, and music out. Um, so it was just, I wasn't even thinking that way. It was, I was just really enjoying that process. And I, that's one, that's the next thing I want to start doing again now that I'm, you know, have this podcast. But um, the next thing I want to do is get, definitely get more into, into that because that was a fun time. And then also just like the fact that it is, a, it can be very collaborative. So, I mean, the producer I currently have been working with frequently, He's uh, over the pond in the UK, and oh wow, he, he's someone that that I talk to probably, arguably the most during this <laughs> pandemic because we're always just up to something and we're creating and you know I think like the that's best so nice class- too. Like yeah. you have your you both are coming together in such a good way during this tough time. That's the perfect kind of support. No, exactly, and like you know, uh, you you also you work you you have a working relationship but like you're also friends like there are times where we'll just like you know facetime and, and kind of just kick it for a little bit because you know we're we're humans we're, we're it doesn't i think that's also why i really appreciate and love art is because it, it it isn't all it isn't all work and it isn't all play and it can be it can be one extreme but it doesn't have to be um and i think that i guess that's kind of what like I don't mean to get too existential here, but it's kind of what I identify as like the meaning of maybe why we're here or why I feel I'm here is like, you know, to to work and play and like kind of just make the best of, of it all. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And when do you think it, when do you think the music became work for you? Like at what time point in your life did it, was it now being, it was more on the, the serious track? Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question. So I don't, I don't know if I would actually identify it as, uh, as work in current state. Um, but I think like, you know, with with myself wanting to create especially for like i was saying uh, building a library of songs and like licensing opportunities i think you have to hold yourself accountable to certain deadlines mm. because for people to if you think of it like this it's transactional if you if someone wants to use your song and there is um compensation associated with it that's that's a business exchange, right? So like I make these songs, we make these songs, and they are products to represent. So that's why I say it's like that's the work. As far as like the doing, like writing the actual song, like that's fun. That's fun, and and doing vocal takes, and you know, like laughing at myself for like being like eh, and like not actually hitting a note, whatever. That's that's fun. I think it's just really the um, the productization of of afterwards, and you know, there's you have to the work also comes in when you're holding yourself accountable to timelines and like owning like okay i will get you these vocal takes or these lyrics or this melody or whatever by this day because like i said you know you you if you want it if you want to be taken seriously you have to take yourself seriously and take your your work and and your accountability um in in a serious uh, sentiment as well no yeah absolutely absolutely what um how old were you when you got started though in in india like in general just yeah. to, to put yourself yeah, in the yeah, industry yeah. um so i guess um as far as like i just said about taking myself seriously i i released <laughs> I, I, I i i took myself seriously i still don't know i i started um i put out a three song ep i guess it was 2013 2014 and um i just had these three songs in me i worked with this one producer uh who we we met because we both performed on the same bill at college and then he had a band and he asked me to do backup vocals for his um for his record and i did it and he's like okay i'll i'll give you some free studio time for as compensation and i was like oh cool so i had these three songs and he recorded them for me and now i'm pretty sure he's like one of the audio engineers on like mr robot or something so oh wow doing his thing and doing it well yeah so um but then after that honestly i i was always writing songs um but i didn't have the time to necessarily like record them put a lot of energy into them but over the course of probably like four or five years i started slowly but surely recording songs with this one producer based out of brooklyn and um there was a point where i was like oh i have like eight songs and if i don't release them then like what am i doing with them like sure i you know i wrote them for myself but well, might as well put them out there. And then I released Special Delivery in um, 2019, which is like an eight-song album EP, whatever yeah. you'd like to refer to it as. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so I guess that was, when I put that out, I was like, you know what, this has taken so long and it's such a labor of love. I'm going to, I, I hosted and threw a album uh, release listening party, which was cool. Had a blast. And I remember distinctly one of my, one of my uh, good pals saying, well, what's, what's like, what's after that? What's next? And I was like, what is next? So then all of 2019, I wound up just 
gigging all around New York City, you know, from Arlene's Grocery to uh, Barry Electric to uh, Pete's Candy Store, Rockwood, you name it. And I'm so thankful that I did because 2020 hit and gigging in the physical sense was no longer a thing. So that's when I think, you know, I started in 2020 getting a little bit more serious about my songwriting, but definitely serious about my performing artist aspect of it. And then now I've just really put a focus on out of out of like availability in a way uh put the focus on the songwriting and and building that library yeah no that makes complete sense i mean smart move and makes complete sense and you're still being you it's not like you're having to do anything completely different um that's amazing your music if if i'm not mistaken you consider it to be like rock pop or pop rock yeah perfect that sounds good now i don't know about you but when i would uh, make music or was inspired by music sometimes it was I was listening to things that didn't even sound like what I was making do you find that, that that's the same case or do you find that where you gain inspiration from is really kind of um, stemming from what you, you're creating I, I think that inspiration can come in a lot of different forms and it doesn't necessarily have to be like the you know a carbon copy of what you want to be or what you want to create um, so and I also I think that with the sync opportunities, it's also stretched my uh, my comfort level in a good way. Like, I just wrote a song that is very in the vein of like, um, a little more gutsy and punchy, and a little more like on the on the punk rock side. And I was like, oh, like that's cool. That's a, that's a good exercise, you know. So yeah. Um, and the inspiration from that was honestly watching watching a film clip. Because I was like, what would fit with this film clip? And then I wrote the song to it. And yeah. You know, you got to pat yourself on the back at certain points. Has a, What moment were you like, you know, I'm really proud right now of myself? I am proud nearly every, ne- nearly every day about something. And it, again, sometimes it really is just about I got up and got through the day. Because sometimes that is a daunting task. And then other days, you know, like, oh, I'm proud that I put myself out there to release my music. I'm proud that I was brave enough to collaborate with someone i'm proud of myself for connecting with you and and being a guest on this podcast like that you know these are all moments that i'm celebrating as small wins um but i think like i don't how long and this is rhetorical and if you have an answer i i invite it but how how long can one be proud of one individual thing it until it until it inhibits them from making progress you know so i think i'm I think that's something that I don't want to say. How do I phrase it? Um, that I that I'm consistently uh, grappling with. Like, okay, like, great. You know, um, I mean, I quite frankly, I, I got a new job in a pandemic. Like, I'm proud of that, right? Like, I, I so so that's something to to be proud of. But for how long am I gonna relish it in being proud of that? Because if I'm if I have that as like my like um you know star sticker on the wall well then well i need to find other reasons to be proud about okay i got the job now what else am i proud of within that um within that right and then likewise with songs like great i finished one song and i love it and i'm proud of it is this going to be my last proud moment you know does that make sense it makes sense but i think also too when you you can be proud of yourself and it just lasts a second you know, and that's okay. Like there is no, 
length of time where you feel like you're limited or not limited to celebrating your your win as long as it happens it comes in different ways but i think the fact that it happens and the fact that we take that time to recognize those moments that's huge for i think our mental health number one um but we don't do it enough a lot of people a lot of people just simply don't do it they just don't so when you mentioned like collaborating with other people when you first started and you said you got a chance to work with like a producer um or you connected with a producer how did that work like for anyone who's like trying to start out and wants to be taken seriously you know and, and is really serious about their craft what can you recommend for those that are are trying to find someone to work with yeah i think it's um that's a great question i think when it comes to anything this can be for music or not it's about um your connection with with someone or something so um i uh i had the opportunity to be on a um an instagram radio show and the host and i just hit it off and and uh you know he was uh, ironically enough like in a care a specific character during the radio show and then afterwards like i'm talking like hours after he just reached out to me and was like hey like I, you know, I'm just going to kind of shoot my shot here. And I, I'm a music producer. And I was wondering, I, I know that you are a songwriter and, and a recording artist. And uh, I was wondering if you want to work together. And then I was like, cool. And then we, you know, I sent them something I was working on, like an idea. And he sent me something back. And then we talked about it. And really, um, you know, that's how that's how that uh, relationship started. But if we zo- zoom out, it's really just about that connection, right? Like. We had the opportunity to have our paths cross. We had a good connection. Um, and then the rest is kind of history. And that's kind of, um, that could be said for a person. That could be said for a thing. So I think really the rule of thumb is to maybe be open to to new things, open to new opportunities and new um, new books, new shows, new recipes, new ways of putting your sheets on your bed. I don't know. Like, just I, I think like be, being being open to, to new is is what's going to um, uh, open open your mind or open open your your own opportunities because or your own ability to see something differently or expand your your empathy or perception. And speaking of um, communicating or if I, you know, Open invite uh, to, to anyone listening. If you, if you, uh, if any of this resonates with you, I am on Spotify. Um, if you type in my name to the search bar of Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, Emily Gabriel. That's G A B R I E L E. I spell my last name. Um, you can check out my stuff. I like I'm on YouTube and all that. Um, and then I, my website is egmusicnyc.com. My Instagram is egmusicnyc. I am active on Instagram. I if anyone DMs me, I answer them. Um, and I, I will say, uh, with the aforementioned producer, I'm working on um, putting together a project. Dare I say an album? I think it'll be anywhere. It'll be more than four songs. I'll say that. Um, and I'm hoping to have that released. <sighs> I'll say by end of the year, but you know, it's tough to plan these days. But definitely in the works. I'm really, really excited about the project. Um, I, you know. I think something we've kind of talked about is I feel myself making progress. I feel myself growing. Cool. Cool. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, my dear. Well, thank you uh, more importantly. And thanks to anyone and everyone that's listening. And again, I am, I am 
a supporter of you and I will listen to House Momentum for time and time to come. You're amazing. If you'd like to contact House Momentum or learn more about today's guest, email housemomentum at gmail.com.